Welcome to another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now. Coming up very, very close to Thanksgiving. And so what does everybody do during Thanksgiving? They give thanks. So I have Katie on today, and uh, we're going to be talking about Teddy, who's coming up on six months. So it just felt appropriate to talk about him while he's sleeping. <laughs> also kind of at a very, um, what's the word? interesting time in Teddy's life where he's finally starting to sleep on his own and it's kind of game changing. So perhaps we'll have a much happier view <laughs> in the last six months. The last six months were bad. Just that was the main thing, sleep. And apart from that, nothing crazy. And the next time that we have something that we want to talk about. <laughs> but, um, I was thinking that we would just talk about, um, about like what it's been like. I don't know if we've shared publicly. I know we've have privately with a number of different people, like the birth story, which sucked. It's probably like the worst part of the entire process for a number of reasons, but Katie experienced it. So I'll let her talk about it instead of me. Well, I mean, you were there too experience some of the scary parts so you could talk about it too but um I guess well going back to the whole sleep thing I feel like I'm finally like in a mental state where I like can talk about it because I feel like I was so emotional being on like three hours of sleep or three to five hours of sleep I mean I'm still gonna get emotional don't get me wrong but three to five hours of intermittent sleep not three to five hours straight yeah but I'm like, okay, maybe I'll be more composed. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was an emotional roller coaster birth and then the last six months. So um, I don't know where, where do I start? Like <laughs> the beginning. <laughs> well, yes. Well, so Katie and I had, we had, you know, the thing that makes the baby. So that, that, that's how it started. <laughs> <laughs> I went like the beginning of like the birth story, so how we went in. Yeah. We, well, I mean, it started off kind of emotional in the first place because I was supposed to get induced and I was supposed to call the hospital to tell, to like ask them when I was supposed to go in the next day. And I call at like four o'clock after like my full day of work at home. And I'm like, Hey, like I'm calling to see when I need to come in for my induction. And they're like, Oh, you're supposed to come in tonight at seven. So I had like three hours to get ready. I mean, I was packed, but like eat something, shower, like feel like I'm comfortable going in. And so I was just initially freaking out because I did not feel prepared at all, which I mean, I think that's probably like a lot of people before they go into the hospital, but it Especially felt even more first. so because I was like not expecting to go in that night. Um, so we go in um, and they start doing all of the checks and like hooking me up to stuff. And it turns out I was, they're like, oh, you're actually in natural labor. You probably have been for a while. I'm like, oh, that's why my back hurt all day. But okay, cool. We'll just start the process naturally. Um and the beginning of it was not bad, like considering I didn't even know I was in natural labor, like most of the day. <laughs> um, and it was pretty cool cause we were just like chilling 
they were like letting me eat a little food before because I because they didn't um, give me enough time beforehand to like prepare like eat enough food before going in kind of thing. Anyways, watching shows, um, listening to music, it was pretty chill. But then it started getting more intense as, you know, labor goes. Got the epidural. That was dandy. So everything was pretty chill. I mean, it was a really long night, even though... It's a big-ass needle, by the way. But, I mean, I love the epidural. I highly recommend it. I mean, I don't like needles either, so I was surprised. I was like... Katie didn't even see the needle. I didn't want to look at it. <laughs> I, I had the hard job of having to actually see the... I, I want everyone to know how big, how much I suffered through this process. <laughs> and Alex was an awesome help through the whole thing, but like, Thank especially you. the epidural, like holding me while I like was crouched over. Um, my, uh, they had, they broke my water, um, finally got a nap in at like 5 a.m. after being there for almost 12 hours. Um... And then the next day it was just like a lot of just long waits of, you know, uh, what is it? Dilating shakes, which kind of sucked, but it wasn't like the worst part. (laughs) Getting the shakes, um, kind of getting nervous towards the end, but like finally feeling ready literally 24 hours later, finally felt ready to push. Um, and that's when hell ensued. So very, very short period of time. It's like it's felt like really, really long, but it was a short. I mean, at least like the scary, scary part of it. I guess it was also scary at the end too. At the end too, not knowing. But yeah, what? So it was a switch of. We had someone coming in to replace your pitocin. Um. So they came in. So I had some issues with my line, like the IV drip. So this isn't something that's very common. Um, anytime you do have Pitocin involved, though, it's not always like like the baby could have um, potential risks or the baby could be under distress because of the Pitocin, like causing more contractions and like there's always risks involved. But um, they came to fix my IV drop um, because there were some issues with it. And that's when, like, it's kind of medical terms here, but they went to, like, put a saline drip through um, to clear the air bubble. They disconnected the Pitocin, but there was just enough Pitocin, like, left over in the IV line that it was too much for, for Teddy to handle. So they cleared the air bubble, but that's when his heart stopped. And it was like the scariest moment of my life. It wasn't just like a, they couldn't find the heartbeat. It was like his heart literally stopped. And in my head, I was thinking like, I've gone through this whole thing, nine months of pregnancy that were really hard. 24 hours of labor, and I'm going to leave the hospital without a baby because his heart stopped. And well, not just that, because of clearing a line that just had leftover Pitocin in it. Like just something dumb. 
And they, I mean, and they took all the precautions to, like, avoid that by disconnecting it, but it was just too much in my IV drip to, like, for his heart. And so my nurse was great. She tried to stay composed, but she called all, like, the nurses in. And that it was, like, the most frantic, scariest, like, I don't even know how many minutes it was, but it was, like, it felt like an eternity because... It was so scary. So um, they called a team in to help. Um, they had to, like, make sure it was actually, like... His it, heart had stopped. Yeah, so they had to, like, put something in inside to, like, make sure that he was actually, like, flatlining. They realized that he was, so they had to, like, flip me onto my elbows and knees which was really hard because I had the epidural and um then the the nurse um had to like inject something into my arm which I I don't know what it was exactly but it was like yeah. artificial just, adrenaline that's what I say adrenaline, yeah. <laughs> and um they did that and then a few seconds later his heart finally started again um but man, I am so thankful that everything worked out. Sometimes it doesn't for people. And being a mom, it makes me really sad for those people that don't leave the hospital with a baby. Yeah, it changed my, I mean, not to say that I wasn't empathetic to people's loss of children prior to this, but it's significantly heightened now after having experienced that. And some of the other stuff that we've just gone through, like it makes, I wrote this down and like, I haven't been doing a good job of this. When I had six weeks parental leave, it was pretty easy, but I was doing a pretty good job of like keeping a journal of like my thoughts and feelings about everything and all of the little annoyances that are very common with having a, a newborn and a child were far less severe, I feel, in how they impacted me due to the fact like it was dead. <laughs> Like he was like, they, I, I'm lucky to be going through something crappy that is not really that crappy because he's at least alive. And that I, I do not think the nurse composed herself. <laughs> uh, she was yelling frantically, get her on her knees, get her on her knees, get in here, everybody get in here. And I'm just trying to keep it. Compo I almost lost it a few times. Just like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I will help Katie get on her hands and knees. So that will help whatever like, I still don't even know. All I know is, and honestly, it doesn't matter that I knew all it mattered is like, uh, that we were all acting, all trying to do something. When I say acting, I just mean actually taking action. And man, I, it was probably like two minutes. It wasn't super, super long. It felt incredibly long. And I, I just, I remember hearing his heartbeat start again and like one of the sweetest things to be able to say to Katie was like, oh, that's his heartbeat. I didn't say it like that. I'm just like, oh, it's, it's his heart's beating. It's his heart. That's him. That's it. I think, I think I said, that's him. That's him. And then we go into the next unfun phase, which was that essentially stopped all the progress that Katie had made. So we had to start the 
labor process over. So this is at about four, three thirty-four is when the heart thing happened, and then she kind of regressed in terms of how far she'd progress with labor, and then started the next little nowhere near as significant, still kind of scary, but I'll let you go over how, how we we almost got Mary and Joseph that night. There's no room in the inn. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> like, just because I was... Not, li- just because... not literally they were kicking us out of the hospital, just they, who knew if we were going to have a doctor. <laughs> um, so since I was put on my hands and or my elbows and knees, like it pushed him like out of the birth canal. And so they had, and then like they also had to stop the Pitocin, which stopped my, um, like all of my contractions and stuff, my progress, even though I was like, so I was like nine and a half centimeters. So that's like half a centimeter away from feeling like I was ready to push, which when I had initially called the nurse in, it was because um, you were ready. It was because I felt ready. Because they like, say, whenever you feel like you have to take a poop, that's how you know you're ready. So, um, so I'm pregnant daily. Really. <laughs> I'm constantly ready to give birth. <laughs> so I never felt that feeling again, though, because I just, I just, my body didn't feel ready. Um, but they just told me to push. So um, we had to start the Pitocin slowly again, which also like starting it up again made me really nauseous so that was not fun having to I mean but everything pales in comparison to those two minutes of when Teddy's heart stopped um so it was just like a slow process of getting back into feeling ready to (laughs) to get ready to push um and then I pushed for four hours Um, and the reason why was because the doctor, there was only one doctor on call for, at least for like, um, my insurance or like the ones that I had been seeing, the doctors I had been seeing. And, um, they, the doctor had like two emergency C-sections before me. Like, so I was like, at least I'm not in an emergency C-section, so I'll just chill and wait. But that was like early long four hours because I was so exhausted, so like drained. I was like, I felt very like, what is it? Just like in and out of consciousness. <laughs> even though I wasn't passing out, I was just like, I am so out of it. I couldn't even like open my eyes at some points because um, I was so tired. I couldn't even like count to four like contraction or count to four like pushing Cause they're like, okay, count to four or like count to 10 for each push. I couldn't even do that. They had to count out loud for me. Cause I couldn't even think that, that well of like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm just like, okay, I'm pushing and I'm stopping and taking a break. That was it. <laughs> um, we were watching like the food network at that time. And so like I could, I would just talk about food randomly in between <laughs> pushing like, oh, that burger looks really good. I could really go for a burger right now, which is funny. Cause like you think about like your first meal after labor. And I was like, that was getting me through (laughs) and meeting my baby. But, um, so the doc, after four hours of pushing, the doctor came in and was like, okay. And he was really awesome. And 
um, he's like, okay, this is not an emergency C-section scenario yet, but um, if we're not able to get him out within 30 minutes with a vacuum, we will have to move to C-section. He was like really optimistic though and really helpful when it came to like helping me understand what was going on and getting me to the point of like, you got this, just give me all you can in the next you know, 10 minutes of pushing and then we'll take a break kind of thing. And so I don't remember how long it was, but, um, felt like a long time. Thankfully, felt longer than 30 minutes. Really? Thankfully, um, I had the strength and the motivation to push hard enough. And Teddy was like in a, a good, um, position for the vacuum to get him out in a timely manner, because I was like, I just want him out at this point. I mean, I guess C-section wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, but it was like not. I'm like, after 27 hours of, of like labor, I do not want to go to a C-section. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, that day was like the best day of my life, too. Like, it's just weird how like you go through this like roller coaster of emotions because his heart stopping was the the worst part and him being in my arms was the best part ever. Not even making noise. He didn't even really cry. It's just going to sound like me and Katie talking. I just went through so much. I had this thing on my head. Did you say you have a name for him? No. Not yet. No name yet. Sorry, you had a little nap. You had to wake up from your nap. I'm sorry, bud. Did he cry at all? I know he did when he first. I thought this was going to. Sorry, everyone. I thought he was going to cry right here. You have the other video where he was crying. I mean, it was like way after. Oh, Better Man. So if Better Man, Better Man was his first song when he came out. So this has to be, sounds like the end of Better Man. So we're at, he's been alive for about two minutes at that point. Yeah, it was really, it was, wasn't, um, definitely don't feel like I was prepared, but also it wasn't that hard for me. Like a part, like I think if, the heartbeat thing doesn't happen. I'd have been like, this is, this is great. This is easy. It was super, super easy. Cause I don't have to do anything. I just was trying to take the cues from the doctor in terms of motivation and things like that. And then, um, be as supportive as possible throughout the process, which I know goes without saying everybody should do that. And also just thinking, going back, like all the people who like have to do it. If anyone ever has to like do it alone, like giving birth alone or anything like that taking care of a child on on your own like kudos to all those single parents out there so that would not be super great 
like just thinking if Katie Katie wouldn't have got in and out if there was just <laughs> you know like being able to have that be his his first meal and I don't know where I was going with that. I think I just wanted everyone to know that we had in and out that night. <laughs> in and out burger coming through in the clutch. That's actually when I started um, doing my old order again, not adding ketchup and mustard. <laughs> it was that night. Teddy's changed me so much. He's changed the way that I behave and eat my in and out burgers. But he was born like at 11.57, May 25th, well, 11.57 a.m. So um, it was just weird because Alex left to go get In-N-Out because everything else was closed, um, like the kitchen at the hospital. Yeah, and kudos to In-N-Out, like coming in the clutch as far as Salt Lake rest- or Utah restaurants go. It's that or Denny's. But My it, wife's first meal is not going to be Denny's after giving birth. <laughs> But I was just so happy that he was a healthy baby when he came out and he could just chill with us for the next two or three hours because um, that uh, was just crazy. You're just meeting this human for the first time. That's like, it's he's been a part of me for the last nine months, but it was just like actually meeting him in person. It was just crazy. I just had this immediate um, love for him and... It was just, it was magical. Mm -hmm. It's what I've been telling everybody is I, I don't know if I would have been ready, but I wish that we would have done it sooner. But then I have to go through all the stupid gymnastic, mental gymnastics. I'm like, but if we had a kid sooner, it wouldn't have been Teddy. It would have been some other iteration of a child. I don't know who or what that child would have been like, but I know that I love Teddy. So I'm happy that I waited and it's been an absolute blast. The next time that we have something that we want to talk, no, just kidding. <laughs> and then uh, Katie and I both had parental leave. Katie's was twice as long as mine, maybe a little bit, three times as long, right? I had four months off. Yeah, your time was three times as long as mine. And so thankfully, like, I mean, I don't know how moms do it when they go back after six weeks. That must be so hard. Um, just because. Or none, no time. Yeah. I just know like people have to use their PTO or whatever. So shout out to our company's flaws or whatever you want to like nitpick about different companies. But giving families time to be together is a very, it's much more important than I realized until like I experienced it myself. You know, every now and then you're just like, oh my gosh, this is your third kid, your third parental leave. Awesome. Like you get like, I don't know if je- jealous might be the right word. Like you get like a little jealous, like. I wish I could have 18 weeks off, but then you realize how it's mostly essential, especially if people are using it the way that it's intended for, which is connecting with your baby afterwards. Like there are people who'd be like, (laughs) I'm not going to name names. There'd be people who'd be like, man, I got so much project, so many projects done with that first baby. I was like, did I do my parental leave wrong? (laughs) I feel like I spent most of my time. Just us three on the Hanging couch out. watching shows or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not saying there's a right or wrong there. Just for me, if I had more time, I still would have. Six weeks actually felt kind of right. Is he waking up? Yeah. He'll go back to sleep. It's only been 30 minutes. Um, the first two weeks, I mean, recovery was, it was okay. It wasn't crazy, but. I'm so glad that I had um, Alex to help out. And then after two weeks, 
that's when I think Teddy just like it's weird. They say like newborns are like fully awake. And then when they finally like wake up in this world, they like have a different personality than they were first born with. Um, and Teddy was pretty, it wasn't, I don't know, I say this now, but like in, at, at the time it was really hard. He was like pretty needy and colicky. Um, so there would be some days where I would literally hold him all day because he just wanted mom. He wanted a nap on me. He wanted me all the time. And he also would not sleep in his own bed. Um, so he would sleep with me too, which people aren't supposed to like admit that cause it's like bad parenting, but whatever gets you the most sleep, do that safely. <laughs> so it was like, some days I'm like, Oh, I love these baby cuddles. And other days I'm just like, I just want some alone time. Like take, I want to take a shower and not have to worry about my baby crying in the other room, which I mean, of course, Alex would be like more than happy to take care of him, but like Teddy would not want that all the time. Um, and some days it was like really hard cause he would just cry for like two or three hours at night before bed, which is like the witching hour. But it was like every single night trying to rock him, trying everything and nothing would work. Um, so that was really difficult. Um, but he finally like grew out of it around three months and not to say like baby snuggles aren't the best, like they are the best. (laughs) Um, it is like, so fun just to like hang out with your newborn and your spouse, but there are some hard times and that's the reality of having a kid. Yeah. So there's one thing, I mean, they explain this to you like in the hospital, but there's this thing called the baby blues and until you ex- actually, you don't have to experience it. I can describe it to you and you'll understand it that I didn't know was a thing. Like they talk about postpartum depression and you're just like, Oh, you're depressed for years and years and years after having a child. I think that's called life. No, just kidding. Not, not to, sorry, that wasn't to belittle anyone that's had postpartum depression. But there's also this thing called the baby blues where it's just hormones and you get emotional. And Katie, like clockwork, every single night between 6 and 7 p.m., just start crying. Positive cries, negative cries, whatever types of cries. And after like the first few nights, like, okay, I get it. I can, I'm now prepared mentally mentally for this. And so I'd always try to make sure around those times we're like looking at pictures of Teddy or like having like positive experiences because positive cries are way easier for me to handle. Than there like was the one negative time, cries or sad cries. Yeah. There was one time we were watching, um, under the veil or under, oh, under the banner. Of, oh yeah. And so like, we can't watch that. I was like, Katie can't watch the show anymore. I was like, please change it. Please. Like yeah, it wasn't even at the bad part yet. It was just like a, a little baby gets murdered. Awesome thing. Great, great choice, Alex, of a show to watch <laughs> right after someone's given birth to a child. Well, we had started it before we had him. And then I was like, I don't think we watch this anymore. Yeah. Um, but like there'd be days I would like cry because he was so cute. Mm-hmm. Or like I would cry at the end of a day because I'm like, he's one day older. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what's uh, like in, in the early shows, like, what's wrong? And be, he's so cute. <laughs> I guess, yeah, he is. And then he's only gotten, like, a fine wine has only gotten better with time. Man. And I I tell everyone this, and but I'll make it public record. Like, 
I also know that I did very, very little, especially in like the early on stages, being able to take care of, of him. It's been a lot easier now that he doesn't need food every 30 minutes and can like just chill and hang with me for a few hours and not necessarily need the normal things that younger babies need. Um, and then especially when it came to sleep, Katie would sleep with him the entire time. And I, so thank you for that. Cause that, I not that I wouldn't have been willing to do it. I just know we had to do what we had to do. And all of like the cute little things make it worth it too. Anytime so, something negative happens, it's just like, oh, like we have just like thousands of photos that between Katie and I have taken already of them. It's just like, oh my gosh, she did Also, like what's been really fun is, and I know people talk about this, but like all of the firsts, but like maybe some of like the firsts that you don't really think about, like, oh, he has, he's able to put his thumb and in, like intentionally put his thumb into his mouth now, or I'm trying to think what other, what other ones I'm like, oh, holding his head up. Which is like all of the like little things that are part of human development that you forget are until you see someone learning how to do them and doing it well. It's been fun. Like now he's rocking on his knees, getting ready to crawl and he can recognize and understand social cues. He's really, really great at trigonometry, which has been just a blessing, <laughs> just a blessing for us. It's what we've needed this entire time, but he's been super cool. And now, like we just started, I, I think it's smart that we're doing this right after he's, what has it been, five straight nights or four straight nights? Yeah. Either way, it's been more, it's been enough to say, okay, we're kind of heading in a better direction. He was a really, like, he's a really bad sleeper and it's really frustrating when you're in it, like in the thick of it, because there would be some nights he would wake up every 30 to 60 minutes and I... Like in the mornings, I would not feel refreshed and it was really hard. And then like, I would just be like changing him or like playing with him and he would give me a smile and I'm like, okay, this is, this is why it's worth it because he's the cutest thing ever. And <laughs> like all of the smiles and the happy times make it worth it. And of course, like I would do anything for him. Like he's my pride and joy, but, um, it's just like really frustrating when, when people come and tell you like, oh yeah, my baby's sleeping six to 12 hours at night without needing to wake up. And I'm just like, cool, well, I can't get more than um, an hour of sleep at a time. So that's really helpful. <laughs> but anyways, we started well, sleep like, training. Yeah, like to be fair to those people, like you're having conversations yeah. about it. It's not like someone's just like, my baby sleeps all the time. How about yours? Like it's not... It's just like the natural things that you talk about. Yeah. And like, I can only imagine how boring conversations are for people who don't have kids when they're around us at this point. <laughs> That's all you talk about, which is fun. Like it's enjoyable. I understand people who would talk about their kids to me all, all the time. And I regret to inform you, I didn't care and probably still don't care about your child. Uh, you know, <laughs> just like you don't care about mine, which is also fine. I'm not mad about it. It's how, it's, it's how it goes. But now that he's been sleeping through the night katie might have to get up once get up once a night like out of bed it's obviously a huge game changer in terms of but this is like to say like the first four or 
four to six months were really rough because I would have to rock him to sleep for every nap and every bedtime. And it would, sometimes it would take an hour to get him to sleep for a nap and two to three hours to get him to sleep for bed sometimes. Um, and like, it's hard to see the end of the tunnel when you're in it. And it was like really isolating because I would be in a dark room um, wouldn't be able to spend time with Alex as much. I would like put him to sleep and then I would go to sleep. Um, but sleep training, highly recommend it. There's like all sorts of kinds of, I don't know how much we trained him. Well, it's just like letting him like cry it out. Like, which was the first time. It's like, we did like the Ferber method. So it's like you check in on them every like five to 10 minutes, depending on, like how they're doing, but we're literally looking at him right now because he's awake. And I think what would normally be him freaking out, he's just chill just as a cucumber happy by himself right now, <laughs> just chilling there, gaining a little bit more independence, which is weird. You go through like these little micro independence things that you're just like, oh my gosh, this is gonna get so much more complicated. Like you pay attention to way different things now. Like you see, I see a kid on the street scootering to school, I'm just like. Where's his parents? Where are his parents? The child is not old enough to be doing that yet. And then you think about like going to college. Eventually you're not going to spend as much, obviously not nearly as much time as you've been spending with them during parental leave. And then you go back to work and you spend less time with them. And then over time they want to spend less time with you as they become older and older and older. And just realizing that all of those benchmarks are coming and each one's going to hurt a little bit. So it could already no. hurt, like, it was going to sound so stupid, like, I was like, I kind of, I'm happy that I don't have to do them, but I'm also sad. Like, I was like, I miss our, I miss Teddy Daddy time. Like, it only lasted for like three weeks, three weeks, or him and I would wake up at like 5 a.m. Like, he would wake up at 5 a.m. And so I would take him so Katie could get more sleep and. Or like moving him from like right next to my bed to like my closet to like his room like every time I'm like get a little sad but it is like a happy sad because I'm like oh he's learning how to sleep on his own he's such a grown up yeah gotta be working in no time but I feel like every like he was cute and fun as a newborn because like all the newborn cuddles and naps but like he just gets more and more fun as he gets older like his laughs his like when he mimics us which is super cute um it's just all of our little fun little things that you're like, I wonder, these are like the things that I'm like, if we keep doing it, we'll remember them. But I'm like, what were like the f- weird things that like are celebrations? I can't think of the right word. But I just like little things like have, that you used to do with him to make him stop to like, to make him oh, calm like down. The, the like the one, thing. two, three, four, or yeah. like playing he, with his toes. Or and now I don't have to do that anymore, but like that was like a thing for a long time. Yeah. Well, sorry, for a few weeks. It wasn't a long time. Just like, all right. Or like his favorite like pass out pose where you would hold him in your arms so he'd fall asleep. What do you mean? Like um, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds for, like... Facing forward. Yeah. But it's just it's weird looking back and it's like, oh, he's already grown up so much and he's has so much to grow already or like more to grow more to grow and it's just like it's crazy and exciting and fun and 
I highly it's recommend a lot of work. it to anybody. Like it's so weird too, and I don't say this to like belittle anyone, even though every single time I do this, I feel like I'm somehow taking there's no right way, but this is my way. I won't I don't do the like complain about him that like fun dads, funny dads do. Like, oh man, I can't wait till they're eighteen and are out of the house. Because like he's so cool. He's so fun. Like I can't imagine like I wish this could last. I want him to progress though too. I wish this could last like a split second longer. But that then it's only a split se- like a second longer and like what's the point at that like but I also don't want to be like stay in a constant state of arrested development for the next 6 months. Stay at this age for the next 6 months. Um because it's all been fun and I all love it like and so I'm never like unless he like does something that like really really pisses me off I'm not going to complain about anything cuz it's just like he's our little our little creation. He's perfect. And for now, until he starts breaking all the rules. But I yeah, I don't like I don't know if it's like a coping mechanism or whatever, but I do not understand or empathize with people who are just like, oh my gosh, being a parent is the worst. Because even at the even at its worst, all of like the little cool things he did just significantly outweighed the oh my gosh, he's screaming again tonight. Like, I feel like I've already forgotten. And maybe that's just because these last four days have been so simple comparatively to like how it was. But it's just like, even that was like, that's just a small six month window in time, really five, five months of time that were tough in, in the grand scheme of things. It's really not that long of a time. Well, I never, like, I would never get mad at him when he would cry. I would just be like, this is really hard. Or like, I would get so impatient. Not that, like, I did anything, but, like, I would get so frustrated so quickly. And then, like, over time, it's gotten easier. And I just, like, not to, like, go too much into this because I had this conversation with somebody and they're like, oh, Alex, I'm worried about you. I'm a drug addict. Um, the one time that I did, did I do it once? So I did psilocybin one time when he was probably four weeks old. Probably. Yeah. doesn't matter. And I just like had this connection moment with him where he's just like, hey, I'm a baby. Like I could feel like he was talking. He's like, dad, like, don't get mad at me. I'm just a baby. And like ever since then, have I gotten frustrated? Absolutely. But compared to how frustrated I was getting like those first not four weeks. It was like really just those two weeks um, declined significantly. Like I wouldn't like, like, like I, I was doing a lot less like the stress and stress sounds just like whatever. Here we are. It's my cool little baby. He almost died before he was even born. Very lucky to have him here. Is it hard? Yeah, but it's far more rewarding than it is hard. Far more rewarding than I realized it was going to be. I don't know if I just didn't pay attention to when people would talk about kids, but um, I'm just going to blame everyone else for not saying how awesome it is. So I'm like, <laughs> I highly recommend anyone who's ever had just like the inkling of like, I really want to be a parent should have kids. I mean, I re- but I reason, mean that like, like I, mean, no, I mean like, I really, really want to have a baby. Like, yeah, I guess if like they're psycho, like I well, guess no, psycho I, I feel like depending on we what your also, motives are too. Like, I want to have a baby so that I can get eighteen media. years of child support, oh. or yeah, or or that. Like, I'm sure there are negative reasons to have a kid, but man. But I mean, I thought I think that like 
yeah, it would have been cooler if we had a baby sooner because, like, he's awesome and <laughs> we love him. But, like you said, we wouldn't have him if we had another kid sooner. But, like, I, I liked that we felt ready. I mean, you're never going to feel 100% ready to have a kid. But, like, we were stable in our relationship. We were financially uh, comfortable. We had the space for it. Like, I felt like we um, felt ready in a lot of aspects in our life. So it made it easier to to put all of our effort and time into like focusing on him instead of having to focus on other things like, oh, we're worrying about like finances while trying to take care of him or worrying about our marriage crumbling while taking care of him. We didn't have to worry about those things because we felt pretty stable in other aspects of our life to be able to give him the attention that he needed. I think we had a pretty good support system too of people that we could reach out to or talk to if things were ever a struggle. And it was wonderful having people like bring my food and support us that way or just like text of like thinking about you because you're okay. Let me know if you need anything. Like, yeah, we, we had it easy in that aspect. Um, so yeah, have a kid if you want a kid, but also like you have to think about other aspects in your life before like going through with it. Um, yeah, don't make us pay been, for your kid. Cause it would have been a lot harder if we didn't feel ready in other aspects. So um, kids are awesome. They're a lot of work, but they are amazing. <laughs> Man, and he's just the cutest. Just watching him. He's been playing now for like just 15, 20 he's minutes. He's safely in his crib. I'll say yeah. that. Well, we're also um, watching We're trying him. to like see if he'll go back to sleep because he has not been taking long naps the last two days. <laughs> but he's sleeping through the night, so I'll take it. And... Kitty put him down today and he just like went to sleep instantly. It's like those are the moments that you're getting back that almost make his short naps worth it at this point. Where it's like, oh, whatever. Okay, let's play. Like at least I didn't like just spend an hour trying to put you to sleep and then you slept for 30 minutes like it used to be. That would be frustrante. And maybe if you can, if the sound can pick it up, you can hear him banging on his, <laughs> on his crib right now. I've heard it a couple of times. But yeah, I don't know. Teddy, for listening to this. You're a cool little dude. We love you. We love having fun with you. We're very grateful to have you in our lives and looking forward to your first Thanksgiving tomorrow. And we're going to have like a nice little, you know, get your PJs. We're going to start doing some of our family traditions and not start doing it. And then continuing some of the traditions that your mom and I already started. And you're going to have a blast. And if you don't, you're dead to me. Just kidding. I love you. Um, anything else that you want to say? I'm just really grateful for Teddy and you. Yeah. And I love you guys. Yeah. Any advice to like last, like the, the best advice to anybody? I feel like you've already given a lot of it, but. It gets easier. Like for those that are going through like postpartum depression or any of like the really, really hard times, it gets easier. Um, but just enjoy like the moments that are really good, like the smiles and the giggles and hold on to those moments while it's hard because it just gets better and um, kids are the best. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if I have anything to like, my only advice is be ready as you can be, but also recognize that you probably will never be a hundred percent ready until like you experience it. And I do feel that we kind of did it. I'm very happy with the timing. And we're really grateful and thankful for everyone that helped us like during the hard times or during like the newborn phases and 
just being like that support system. Um, so thank you to all of our family and friends and, um, yeah, it's been fun. (laughs) And the next time that we have something that we want to talk about, we hope you give it a listen. Give us one more chance to change